on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And today I got a Tarba native, graduated from Tarba High, went to Carolina, although I'm not a Carolina fan. But, hey, we'll agree to disagree today. <laughs> I got my man, Isaac Moore. Isaac, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> my man, my man. So let's um talk about, you know, the love of football and, like, how did Tarboro, I guess, in football kind of impact you before you even took on to the collegiate level? All right. Um, well, uh, I think coming from a small school like Tarboro where, you know, on Friday nights it, it shuts the whole town down and, and football is the main event and everybody comes and supports. I think that was, that was really influential. I mean, you know, I, I, was, I wasn't born in Tarboro. You know, I moved in. Uh, with my sister and my father and uh, looking for, you know, being a young, young man and looking for something to try to connect to. Um, you, you, you join the program and there's a bunch of camaraderie and you meet some friends and, and the coaches, you know, they help you and uh, you build some confidence. And next thing you know, you, you blink and it's four years later and you play <laughs> four years of football at a great high school, you know, um, <laughs> Uh, and then, then you develop all those relationships and, and the amount of success that we had in high school, of course, you know, it, it becomes addictive to keep, keep playing football. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree. And by the way, you say you wasn't born in Tarboro. So I know you also have was, – was Tarboro like a culture shock to you before you got here or was it like something similar before you got here to Tarboro? No, uh, I think that's an understatement. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my father, uh, we, we, uh, he worked for the uh, – the United States government, and uh, we were actually uh, living in Ankara, Turkey, um, wow. prior to moving to uh, North Carolina. So um, it, it was complete culture shock. Um, I'm grateful for my experience to be able to, uh, you know, bounce around different countries and see different uh, cultures. But then uh, when you when you get plopped down in in uh, little Tarboro and, <laughs> and things are different, uh, you know, you find anything you can to uh, latch on to. I definitely agree. So let's talk about um your collegiate career because you end up you were successful at Tarba High and you went to mm, the University of North Carolina. I didn't even want to say like what made you make that decision there? Like what was the um did you, I mean what was your other options and like what said like look man I'm gonna just go to Carolina. Well, I don't I don't like to uh, brag a whole bunch about all that stuff. That stuff was forever ago, but. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, as a result of hard work and and um, I always like to attribute to to my teammates back in high school, you know, and my coaches. 
but I was I was blessed to have my my choice from a couple schools and um, and uh, I decided to uh, pick UNC Chapel Hill. I think there was a combination of um, the education and uh, obviously the football program at the time and and uh, the coaches and and the location was a huge factor for me. Um, but I mean. It, you can ask anybody that they step on foot, uh, step campus, or step on on, uh, on campus at, at Carolina. I mean, it's something special about the place. So, um, you know, it, it's a place that even to this day, my my wife, she uh, went to Carolina also. Um, she's a little bit younger than me, but she she went to Carolina, and every time we get a chance to, we bring our family out there and, and let them walk around and just be amazed by it. Yeah, I heard it's a powerful. Um powerful place so I heard but um what I was gonna say uh so like tell me like the transition of football like from high school being an offensive lineman to going to the to Carolina where they're probably gonna be pass happy like they're gonna throw the ball a lot like how was the like in-game situations how was week-to-week practices there well well don't forget now I was I played the offensive line out of necessity at Tarver High I was uh primarily a defensive player that's and, right. Uh, in, in high school, I played a, a bunch of linebacker, and um, then when I transitioned to uh, Carolina, uh, they they moved me to the defensive line. And uh, I would say, um, of course, you know the the competition they were bigger and stronger. But uh, the thing that that is most common on uh, transit from from high school to college is the speed of the game. Um, you know, it, it's the the moment the ball snapped to the end of it. So much happens that the untrained eye doesn't see, Whew. and um, adjusting to that is probably the, the biggest thing, or was the biggest thing for for me. So, like, I know you went against a lot of teams that was running the football back in high school and seeing this pass happy like offenses against other teams. Like, um, was there a lot of the no huddles and like what defense? I mean. The, the difference in defenses, I think I'm pretty sure Coach Crowd still runs the same defense. Is it 4-4-2, I can't. It's something like that he runs. But he always tells me it's something, something. He don't change it. Like, it's a bend, don't break defense. So, like, was it different? Was it different <clears throat> packages or, like, scenarios? That yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you get to college, those, those uh, the defenses are a lot more complex. Um, you're running all sorts of different fronts. And uh, – as a defensive lineman, the first thing after you get past the physical aspect of it and, and learning the techniques and fundamentals, um, it is learning um, where you kind of fit in the defense. Um, and that, that's something that I was fortunate enough to have coaches explain that to me um, from an early part. And and because uh, if you look at it, football, especially on the defense side, it's, it's basically just putting the puzzle together and figuring out where you fit. Um, so once you get past that part and, and understanding where you fit in the scheme, it, it becomes a lot easier. Oh, wow. Now it makes sense why you have the football brain. So now we're going to go to another topic here. Now you're coaching, man. You're coaching the game you love, man. Like what, what inspired you to actually get into coaching before we go into detail into that? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say um, the relationships – um, it, it's going to be a big part of who I am. <clears throat> as, as I mentioned, coming into Tarver High, um, I, I latched on to a lot of those relationships. And I, I was, I've been blessed throughout my entire football career as a player and, and as a coach um, to have uh, uh, people that are pretty influential in my life. 
um, from the coaches at, at Tarboro High and um, even even before Tarboro High at uh, Martin Middle High uh, Martin Middle School, um, uh, having coaches that take take an interest in me. And um, and and the cool thing about it, I need to make sure I mention this too. A lot of those coaches, um, they weren't just in the school. I mean, you're talking about the guys that that work around town that right. that offer their job and they come and they they devote that time and. Um, now, as an adult, I see how how influential that that stuff was. So, but anyway, um, to have those coaches in high school, or middle school, high school, and then when I even got to college, my position coaches, um, they they were they were really influential also. And and um, you know, much like a uh, uh, a lot of people when they go to college, you know, I, I wasn't perfect in college. Um, I messed up and, and got off track a little bit, but having those coaches kind of put me back in line and, and making sure that I graduate and, and, and play a bunch of good ball, you know, that, that, that helped me to decide that that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help uh, guys way. Um, they helped me. Man. Wow. So like, so let's, let's go into detail for a second mm -hmm. uh, with football. Like, did you make any changes from player Isaac Morin to coach Isaac Morin? <laughs> yeah uh yeah how, how many people are going to listen to this you know i don't want to say too much but yeah you, you, definitely, you definitely have to um <clears throat> there's there's a, a maturation process that you go through obviously going uh through college and um realizing that you know you're you're coming to the end of your uh college career you got to decide whether you you know it's time for you to grow up and become a man and and taking on those new responsibilities. Um, and uh, for me, um, those uh, kind of responsibilities and reality kind of kicked me in the butt early. Um, I became a father pretty early in my college career. And um, that, that helped me to grow up and realize that uh, I needed to, uh, you know, kind of straighten up and, yeah. and do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that kid's definitely on. Um Kids would definitely change your mindset quickly. <laughs> definitely, if you want to keep something happy, you got that right. <laughs> so, like now, I know you coach several schools in college. I mean, quite a few schools in college. And like, mm -hmm. tell us, like, I know it's different teams, different systems, different philosophies. But like the recruiting aspect of it, man, how tough is the recruit aspect to go out and find those players that want to actually come to you? All right. Um. Well. Uh, I would say the recruiting process, um, it's not really tough. I think it, it's just, uh, I think for lack of a better term, I think there's a lot of ignorance out there. Um, and, and, uh, and that's not a bad thing. Right, 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 right. Uh, it, it's just simply people just don't understand the process for it. Um, and as a result, I think um, there are a lot of people that have, have fed on people's ignorance and, and take advantage of that. Mm. Um, and it's unfortunate. Um, but I'm, I'll tell you right now, as, as a college football recruiter uh, and any college, uh, reputable college football recruiter, if they're going to recruit a young man, they're going to go to the head football coach. That's who they're going to go to or the recruiting coordinator for that high school. That's that's where they're going to. They're not going to trainers. They're not going to uh, runners or they're not going to uh, um, recruiting services or anything like that. That's who they're going to go to. And uh, to be honest with you, you know, back in the day when I was getting recruited and a lot of my friends, I mean, to get recruited, I mean, you're, you're making <laughs> copies <laughs> on tapes, you know, and, and sending them across the country. 
Right, right. Um, and then, you know, that transition to DVDs. And, but nowadays with, with the internet, I mean, like literally, uh, I, could, I can watch a kid's film in, in the span of seconds, really. You know, mm. as soon as I get the name in the high school, I mean, I'm popping it in there. And as long as the, the kid is on the, the, the uh, work on the front end and um, got his film together and put it up there, I can watch it in the span of seconds. So uh, to answer your question, I don't think it, it's that hard. I think there's just some ignorance out there. Um, but uh, I would encourage, always encourage people, you know, if they have any questions, all they have to do is go talk to their head high school coach um, or, or um, honestly, uh, if you go talk to a college recruiter, I mean, they'll, they'll give you the, the, the rundown on how stuff works also. Wow. So now I'm going to go to another subject in, inside the college coaching career before we get into the, like, this new school that you're at now. Um, like, as a college coach, it probably, it probably pretty much goes the same across the board, no matter what sport it is, but we're just talking about football. Like, being able to get hired as a coach you may have to move to one state to another. Like, what type of impact does that put on the family? And then how does the family feel? Or like, just kind of get into detail with that, because I know when you're doing that, you may – Coach may leave one place. Of course, the coaching staff probably gets um pretty much gets gets relieved too as well. Or you mm -hmm. may have an intern coach that may take the place from that coaching staff. They may keep you. But like, tell the process and the moving and, and the transition of a kid is going here and there as a college coach that you are. Okay. Um. Well, I think uh, I've been coaching college ball now for uh, just over fifteen years. And uh, I've coached at five different universities, I Ooh. believe. And, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when you talk to uh, college uh, coaches, uh, other guys in my profession, that, that number might seem high for the normal person, but that number is really not, not that big um, in our profession. Um, but <clears throat> I would say for the family, um, first and foremost, I'm blessed because I have a superwoman at home. Um, my wife, she, she is a, a true coach's wife, and she understands kind of the lifestyle that's associated with it. Um, you know, because during my time, we've uh, lived in North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas. Um, last year, we were in uh, the state of Michigan, and uh, now we're back in Texas. Um, so uh, it goes back to kind of our, my wife and I, our philosophy for our family. It's um, home is where we are and um you know we 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 live as if we're going to be there for an extended period of time but we know that you know ultimately it's not in our decision it's in god's hands and if god wants us to stay there for um you know uh speaking in a biblical sense you know more than a season more than two seasons you know we're in, we're in his hands so when the time comes and god calls us on to the next one you know we pack up we get ready to go but i will i will add this though um I think as a result of this, um, I've I've been able to allow my family to to experience a lot of different things, and it's been really beneficial. Um, my my daughter, is, I'm extremely proud of my daughter. She's a a senior at Wake Forest University. Um, you know, she graduates in the spring. So Hold on, yeah, that's great. But how did you let that? Out. So how did that happen? Like the wife, Carolina, you, Carolina. How did that happen? I'm just curious. Like, it wasn't, no, you need to go to Carolina, just like we went to Carolina. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, my, my wife and I, we talked about that. And actually, my daughter, she grew up um, Sydney Mooring. She grew up a uh, Carolina fan. And uh, I know when she hears this, she's going to be, uh, she's going to laugh about it. But uh, she, she grew up a Carolina fan. 
And I'm pretty sure deep down inside, she still is a Carolina fan. You got to understand, she's she been going to Carolina football games ever since she was able to walk. Um, but um, when it came down to it, she had her uh, fair choice of, of numerous schools. Um, she, she graduated uh, really, you know, really, really high in her class, you know, really, really smart young lady. And um, when it came down to it, it was Wake Forest and Carolina for her final two choices. And um, we, we visited both schools. And she just felt like Wake Forest was a better fit for her. And, um, you know, I'm not knocking it. You know, I'm not right. going to knock any university as long as because uh, she got a bunch of scholarship money. And, and uh, <laughs> right. they throw that, free, that you that right. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that so, free money. You had to worry yeah, about Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, she, uh, so, like I said, she graduates in, in spring. And I think um, with her bouncing around a little bit, moving around from different states, and she was able to experience a, a, a bunch of different things that kind of has helped her. Um, transition when she transitioned from high school to college and, and she's done she's done really really well um, and for my boys for, for everybody that doesn't know I, I after uh, Sydney we have four boys and um, I tell you what they they've uh, really enjoyed experiencing uh, different parts of the country um, and it's enhanced their ability to be able to uh, uh, talk to people communicate with people um, and experience sports in different uh, uh, yeah. parts of the country. You know, yeah. my boys play football and basketball and, and run track. And so I think it, it's made them better overall. Um, kids also are students too. I think that's pretty cool. Like listen to this story, just the, the snippet, the summary of it, because it's almost like you're saying it's actually more, it's beneficial that they were able to travel the country and, it's, and they're pretty much putting them pretty much well ahead in life because before they even become young adults, because they already experienced it. So now let's mm -hmm. talk about um where you're at now and what position you're coaching, man. And what, what decided you to go here? Okay. Well, um, uh, the, the, like I mentioned earlier, the, the university I work at is Houston Baptist University. Uh, it's located, located right here in Houston, Texas. Uh, I coach the defensive line, um, and that's where I've spent the bulk of my, my uh, coaching career. Um, you know, obviously, I, with me playing defensive line, and, and um, that, that was kind of my background. Um, I would say uh, what brought me back here, um, our love for Texas. We enjoy this area. Um, what I guess, uh, just a, a little, little, uh, a little bit before what happened was, uh, we, when we left North Carolina, we were at a, a, a university called Gardner Webb University. And, um, I got an opportunity to go work at a Texas state, uh, university. Mm. And, uh, we went there and, uh, we, we really enjoyed that area. It's a beautiful part of, of Texas. And, um, my wife and, and, and the kids, they fell in love with this area. And, um, and then, uh, unfortunately, uh, part of the coaching profession, uh, they decided to make a change at, at head coach. And um, as a result, a new guy came in and, and said that there wasn't a spot for me. So that was the first time in, I think it took me 13 years to quote unquote, get, you know, get fired. Um, yeah, but, uh, and, and it's part of it. And we understand that as, as coaches. So, um, you know, you, you have opportunities to, to talk to other people and potential here and there in different parts of the country. And then um, the, uh, the head coach at, at Grand Valley State University, uh, which is up in uh, Allendale, Michigan, uh, he called me and offered me a job. And, um, 
yeah, I'm forever grateful to him. I mean, he he didn't have to do that. And matter of fact, it was a it was coaching running backs. So oh wow, um, I know that was definitely different <laughs> from the D line. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna tell you what that that culture up there at that program, um, it, it was phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. They or I know most people uh, in the South don't don't really know much about uh, Grand Valley State University, but they're they're a um, traditional powerhouse. I mean, a lot of people say they're 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 the best uh, Division II uh, football program in the entire country. Ooh. And uh, you know the the culture up there, the the young men in the program, the coaches, they just kind of uh, you know brought me in and taught me everything I needed to know. Um, but to go back to your original question, you know, after I was up there and we enjoyed the area, the people were great. Um, but then the opportunity opened up uh, to be able to move back down here to uh, Texas. And um, I'm, I'm grateful that our head coach here, uh, Vic Shealy, he, he gave me an opportunity to come in and, and um, be part of this program. So that's how we ended up back here. Man, that's nice. And I'm pretty sure Michigan and Texas, and especially Houston, Texas, Weather is completely different. <laughs> well, weather's a little different. Weather's a little different. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say that played a, a factor, but uh, it, it's a little different. So I'm going to go into conclusion on Raw Mind Sports. I know you're busy, man. You got other stuff. Probably got to get ready to get back into some meetings and, and good stuff with football. So I got two questions for you, man. Um, um, What is it that you want people to know about Isaac Moran right now? And also, do you want to become a head coach one day? Is that the goal? Oh wow! Okay, you went there. Raw my sports, baby. I try to bring it out. <laughs> um, well, uh, let me let me answer the first question first. Um, what do I want people to know about me? Is uh, I, I take a lot of uh, tremendous amount of pride in my faith. My faith is very important to me. Um, you know, I, I'm a Christian man. Um, I, I got saved uh, in 2005. And I've uh, been living that way ever since. Um, I'm fortunate to to be married to uh, my high school sweetheart, Kwanzaa Mooring. I'm going to go back uh, to that in a few minutes, but go ahead, finish up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been together for over 20 years. And uh, we have five beautiful children together. I'm proud of uh, my family. Um, and then uh, a little bit more about me, I guess. Uh, I, what I like to uh the old adage of, of faith, family, and football, that, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, my faith is important. Um, my family is very important to me. And then um, football, you know, I, I love what I do for a living. Uh, I mean, I get to coach football and it pays my bills. I mean, Man. you know, I, I wake up in the morning, I'm excited to go to the office every day, you know, um, and, and uh, I have great coworkers and, and being able to um, try and put a positive stamp on young people's lives is pretty cool it's pretty man cool. and that's powerful you get to do something that you love like that's mm -hmm. that's what you love so i'm gonna go before, what i said i was gonna go back to what is pretty dope man is it's pretty cool that um i was talking to my guy on another another podcast i have called the speaker ryan podcast but i'm just i'm i'm definitely first, sports first i was uh -huh. telling the guy man like what's dope because i even i think i put it up on facebook a video on facebook and i was like man look Mar robinson's my man mario og robinson and um his wife They've been together since it was in high school or middle school. And I was like, then I brought up you and Kwanzaa. I was like, yo, Kwanzaa and Isaac have been together just about almost forever. Because the name of that podcast album was Forever Relationships. So I'm saying, like, that's pretty deep and that's pretty cool because in this day and time, 
you don't see relationships like this that last a long time. Like that's that's very very rare in this time frame. This is not like the old school days where relationships don't last forever. This day and time, you might be with somebody a month or two or three, and that's why I pray every day. I want to be with mine forever. So I mean, I want yep. that. I don't want that. That's flip flop switching all that stuff. I want mine forever, so I know it's my due to make sure I do right and we come together as one and, and be a great couple that we are. But I want to have that, man. But, like, tell people, man, I know every day ain't perfect if it's not. I ain't saying you got to go into detail, but how does a forever relationship work like that? Like, you've been together that long, so I'm pretty sure it's some disagreements or I know love is strong. No, no, we never disagree. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we, uh, I would say what, um, Cause I, I and I don't I don't want to want to gloat or anything, but you know, uh, you know, with Facebook and being able to uh, connect with so many people, you'd be surprised how many people have actually, you know, private messaged me and, and essentially asked me that that same stuff. Wow. Um, and uh, I always give them this this advice: um, it'll be something that's really important. Um, my, cause you, we all go through this walk and none of us are perfect. Um, but being able to, uh, pray with your, uh, significant other, um, is very, very important. Being able to forgive, um, each other, uh, and not hold grudges. Uh, that's, that's also important. Um, and then, uh, you got to realize this too, Ryan, and cause congratulations, by the way, on, on getting engaged where, you know, and I, we're very excited for you and Iris. We're very, very excited for you. Um, and I know you're going to do a great job of taking care of Iris and I know Iris is going to do a good job taking care of you. So, um, you. and, um, we're expecting that invitation in the mail too. Iris. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my advice to you, Ryan, is learn how to, uh, admit when you're wrong and uh, be able to move on. And you're gonna have to be able to say, I'm sorry, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> but I'm listening yep. to you, so I'm taking your advice. So I'm actually the student right now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, and uh, one more thing, man. Do you wanna be the head, do you wanna actually be a head coach one day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's, that's why we, uh, we all get into this profession. Um, initially when I first started coaching, it was like, I, I had my dream job that I wanted to do. And, and, um, you know, if that opportunity ever comes, I'm going to jump on it. But, um, if that opportunity doesn't come, um, and I'll be happy with, with the way my career is going also. Um, but you get into the profession and, and you have that dream job and over the course of 15 years, um, you know, sometimes those dreams change. And uh, somewhere in those 15 years, it, it has uh, expanded and evolved to uh, being able to run the show of my own program, um, being able to uh, because over the 15 years, you pick up so much from other coaches. Like I said, I've had a bunch of influential uh, men in my life and you pick up bits and pieces of things that you would do in your program and uh, how you can help young men and make an impact in their lives, not just on the football field, but, you know, outside of uh, uh, the, the field, you know, helping them become the best uh, possible uh, husband, uh, uh, man, uh, and father they can possibly be. Um, and and uh, so, yeah, to, to answer your question, absolutely. I, I see myself being a head coach one day, and, and as long as I keep on doing what I'm doing and, and uh, praying, you know, I think the good Lord's going to provide that one. 
man, wow, man, y'all just got raw thoughts from Isaac Morin, man. Like he just went into it, man. I mean, I hope you receive the gems and the power for future football coaches and a little segment of how to be a better significant other and husband. You caught that too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he dropped some gems, man. And, and Isaac, man, Coach Morin, man, I appreciate you coming on the Raw Mind Sports Podcast. Definitely going to have you on some more. So don't get it twisted. This ain't the first. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning, mm-hmm. a new beginning. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate you having me, and I want to make sure I, I, I say this to uh, you know, Ryan. You know, I, I'm really uh, proud of, of what you and Iris are, are building there in Tarboro, and you guys keep on. You got you got eyes on you all over the country, whether you know it or not, and, and we're supporting you, and, and we want to say congratulations. Keep on doing what you do. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Man. I appreciate it. If whatever time you listen to this episode, day, night, morning, you have a great day, great night, great morning. Raw thoughts.